Sam Mendez is trying to become a fucking silent movie director in the worst possible way. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Film Find, the greatest movie podcast ever. Assuming you've never listened to a movie podcast before, I am your host, Adam Portress, and we're back for yet another week again, and I'm joined as always by Matt Smith. Hey everybody, we saw two movies. Two movies, that's all there was, two really big movies. I'm sure there was some other stuff, but we didn't get to them. There's some stuff in Limited that hasn't opened everywhere yet. Yeah, so just get off our nuts already. <laughs> you know what's gone, and we'll have to talk about it at some other point. Holograms. Did that really go out that quick? Well, it's nowhere here or nowhere that I'm going to drive to here. <laughs> nowhere that I'm going to spend the time to. I don't know if it's here or not. I haven't even checked. I mean, it's if it is, it's down to probably one one showing per day. I've, yeah, uh, I mean, it, it's gone, man. I've not seen I've not seen anybody say word one good about that movie. So I I have, which is the weirdest part. Really. Mm-hmm. Somebody, wow, okay, so somebody's got a, you know, pension for uh, torture, I guess. I hear, like, there's the one good thing in it is, like, they get to the end and they start talking about the uh, the misfits, mm-hmm. and then they're just like, well, no, sorry, that's not a thing anymore, <laughs> and, like, Kesha's is in it or something, which everybody's like, I'm, what, okay, and then they I'm were like, Kesha. yeah, well, they were like, okay, well, yes, I'm down, I'm on board with this, and now the movie's over, <laughs> mm. and you're like, uh, well, you screwed that up there, buddy boy. So, uh, well, well, in any case, at it'll some be on, point, it'll be on Netflix in twenty minutes. I'm sure by the end of this program, uh, no doubt. Uh, so yeah, so uh, we're gonna be talking about uh, Charlotte Brown, the new uh, animated film uh, directed by the ghost of Charles Schultz. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, maybe you don't know that it wasn't. You don't know they had a Ouija board and in every cut they were just like, "Is this good?" And he just yes, that no, was he probably hated all, all of it. I don't know. Well, we'll talk about no, whether I mean, or not he might. Know. Whether it was good, he would not. He <laughs> was a curmudgeon. He's just smoking cigarettes, going, "This is all garbage." Yeah. Uh, so we're gonna talk about that in the uh, latest entry in the James Bond series, of which you know we talked about it last week. Daniel Craig says, "Yeah, you know, I'm fucking done with this shit." Now he's coming back and saying, "Well, maybe I'm not completely out." Uh, I'll, I'll talk about theories that I have on that uh, coming up soon. Uh, so we're gonna be talking. Yeah, we'll talk some Spectre here, and uh, if. Uh, James Bond is uh, riding high or uh, hitting the bottom of the poop shoots. P- poop shoots? Poop shoots. Uh, yeah. Probably not. Well, we'll see. Uh, <laughs> so uh, traditionally, we have a what you've been watching, but I don't think you have much of anything because we're recording this show mighty early from when we normally do. Mm-hmm. So nothing- the, the normal time we record is the uh, evening before my uh, PhD comprehensive exams. So we're here on a Saturday recording instead of a monday or a tuesday so so we haven't had time to get off our nuts well the only thing that i've like i'm i'm catching up on uh on the flash because we're doing the first like five or so episodes of the flash on hmp this week and i gotta say uh still enjoying the show love what they're doing with it um i i'm it's hard to find a lot of faults in that thing well good i'll check it out eventually i guess 
It's good. <laughs> first season, first season is available on uh, the Netflix now for free, kids. So mm-hmm. uh, you know, jump on that if you get the chance. Uh, yeah. Other than that, uh, any other? Did you see any big movie news or anything? Like, I don't know of anything that's really of important that we could even talk uh, about. Well, I mean, the big news that everybody except for me hated this week is that uh, Numi Rapace is going to be playing Amy Winehouse in a biopic. I just don't know why that biopic is needed. That's my biggest concern. Well, I, I don't either. But I'm not going to complain about it. I mean, it. if she's going to, I mean, fine. I mean, I like her as an actress well enough. I just, I'm like, this is another thing My where we get into there. that man on wire deal uh, versus uh, the walk where it's like, do we need this? We've got a great documentary that pretty much yeah. tells us what we need to know. Do we need this? And I'd, I'd go so far as to say no. Yeah, probably not. But, um, you, you know, why, why not? Fuck it. I guess. I mean, that, that seems to be. We're gonna the, get another. We're gonna get biopics any fucking. <laughs> that way. seems to be, be the, the prevailing sense in Hollywood, anyways. Is fuck it. Let's go ahead and do it anyways. Who cares how much money it loses? Let's go back to Jim and the holograms, if you will. <laughs> no, I mean, uh, like, I think it's a result of them eyeing. Like, Amy did pretty good business for a documentary, and Straight Outta Compton was a huge fucking hit. Yeah. I think it's all the thinking that went into it. No, you're I I didn't think about that and you're probably 110% right they're just like that's that that had to be the pitch. It's any mm-hmm. pitch when they walk in now to do a biopic they're just like, "Hey, by the way, uh straight out of Compton kind of destroyed it for Universal. How about you uh kind of you want some of them monies?" Hmm? Yep. Huh? Hmm? All right, put that shit in green, baby. You want a fraction of those monies? Yeah, you'll even get a fraction of it. You'll be you'll be <laughs> fucking stoked. And, and Fox is over there going, can, can we have some of that? I want, can I have some of that money, please? We've been kind of fucking up over here. <laughs> kind of a lot. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we lost Star Wars. Can we get some of that shit? <laughs> the only, like, they're pinning their hopes. Their, like, hopes are so highly, and I think they're going to pay off, mind you. But their hopes for uh, uh, um, fucking Deadpool come February are just like, oh god! There's like the wonder. Ru- they're like they're sitting, <laughs> they're sitting back, rubbing their hands together. Finally, our ship's gonna come in. <laughs> yeah, like, well, and then all I the get kids. The sense that like they're they're hoping that Deadpool will become a summer movie. Um, well, yeah, ne- yeah, Deadpool two. They're just like, look, uh, we'll we'll put it out in February. Well, well, number one, I'm sure it was like zero competition. We're gonna blow that fucking shit out, and then come Deadpool two, we can put that out in theaters proper on 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 a summer whim, and then really be able to compete, you know, for reals. Yeah, because it is coming out, uh, you know, the same month as Mordecai did. So, and we all remember how good Mordecai was. That's not like a gun. And Paul Blart. You remember how those... Was, uh, yeah, we recorded episodes about those. We watched those so you motherfuckers didn't have to. This is the, yep. this is, this is is what we do on this program. Luckily today, the, the, the movies we're reviewing this week aren't nearly of that uh, caliber, if you will. No, caliber can everybody be is not on board with, I, with both of them. Mm, this much is true. They're contentious. There's a lot of contentual... contentious. All right, fuck it. Contention? There you go. I was trying to, I was like, I knew contention was the right word. I was almost, I was trying to kind of George Bush it a little bit. Yeah. Just no, make, cool, just kind of, you know, couple throw a amalgamation of words in there. Just go, hey, fuck you. Those count. I love that. That's what I loved about that guy. It was just like, <laughs> it was just like he's like, you know what? I'm going to slam some shit together. Ain't nothing y'all can do about it. And then it's going to be a thing that people fucking say from now on. Like, uh, uh, strategery. That's a fucking word now because this doofus <laughs> fucked it up. That is amazing. Hey, man. Um, that's a fucking superpower right there. <laughs> Shame on uh, won't get fooled again. Exactly. <laughs> he's, he's the uh, 
He's the uh, Yogi Bear of presidents. Compared to, like, uh, compared to the current <laughs> slate of, uh, I mean, look, Ben Carson's fucking hilarious. Oh, right? there, yeah, there's still um, fun stuff there. But uh, but it's not the same level of <laughs> of, bu- of Bushness. But right? see, that was the fun part about Bush is that and, he like he had such a confidence the, in it. Yeah, well, and the worst part about the current uh, slate is Jeb Bush, who has none of that. Oh it's, man, it's like you're the boring Bush, man. It's like can't you be one of the like we got the old one throws up on Chinese for dignitaries. <laughs> this motherfucker can't put together four sentences, and you're just a nap fest, man. If you're gonna get in there, get in there good. God damn it. Yeah, it's no surprise Ugh. you're governor of Florida. Ooh, yippee, Wang. And not South Florida, just Florida. <laughs> Everybody knows who voted for you in Florida, Jeff Bush. <laughs> it was it was not the Hispanics that live near the beach. Was it all the people not, out of Miami? <laughs> that's, the, was, that's the wrong Bush, but that's the only. I don't. I can't do a Jeff Bush impression. <laughs> so they're all gonna sound like this. All right, fuck it. Let's get into movies because this is stupid already. Yeah, <laughs> you could tell. Better. You could tell there's no like what you would watch the second. So we're just like, let me just tell you about some fucking stupid shit. Some All right. Stupid shit. That's oh, uh, I will. I will say uh, mm. one thing that I did watch, although it's not really a video, <laughs> it is on YouTube, um, and uh, turned me into a giggling twelve-year-old boy. Was <laughs> <laughs> you? You watched it, right? I did indeed. Thank goodness uh, I was in the Harris Teeter parking lot and not actually inside of Harris Teeter would have happened. Oh. So there's this uh, YouTube video. Uh, this guy <laughs> remixes the uh, Fresh Prince of Bel Air theme song into Fresh Prince of Dick Butt, and it is fucking good as. Yeah, I it, mean, I, I probably listened to it like five times. I was in the library listening to it, like actually laughing loudly <laughs> in the library. Uh, I mean, the, so, the so there's something is, I watched. The thing, the thing is, is that like it, like half of it doesn't even like rhyme properly, and yet it still no. works. <laughs> now this is the story all it about sounds a little like a like a Henson character. What? And you think, oh well, this is just juvenile and stupid, and it is. It, yet it keeps going. And it does improve. West Philadelphia, born and raised on a playground is where I put dicks in my butt. Chilling out, maxing, relaxing, all cool, and all putting some dicks right up to my butt. When a couple of guys who were up to no good started putting dicks in my butt. I got a one little dick, my mom got scared. Just said, You're moving with the auntie and uncle to get dicks in my butt. I just didn't plead it with her. Dick to David Chee. Grabbed the dick and put it in my butt. I think this is the guy who, who like, who did this fucking shit in middle school, and then was just like, I'm gonna do this as an adult. <laughs> who looked at the society and said, "Fuck you, I'm gonna do whatever I feel like." I'll tell you what made me lose it, uh, lose it listening to it was the uh, whistled for a cab, and when it came near. Uh, <laughs> This the cab had butts on the license plate and dicks in the mirror. It's fucking hilarious. <laughs> uh, oh man. Anyway, uh, so that's a thing. Just uh, just look up the the Fresh Prince you know, of it, uh, Dick Butt. It is the full length uh, version. Oh, it's the, yeah, it's uh, like it's not even the one that saw was on TV. This is like this is the one that was like the radio edit. <laughs> yeah. Put into fucking. It's, it's definitely not the the Fresh Prince is now sold into syndication cut of. That. No sir. All right, so let's get into it proper. Uh, here's the, no, no, there's no better way to start dick in the butt <laughs> stuff with following up with uh, here's the trailer for the peanuts. 
One of those stars is my star, and I know that my star will always be there for me. Like a comforting voice saying, don't give up, kid. <laughs> I just hope this new kid has never heard of me. It's not often you get the opportunity to start over with a clean slate. This time, things will be different. He did it! Charlie Brown needed a miracle. I just need to know the secret for doing something great. What he got huh? was Snoopy. November. Look out, world, here I come. Shh. If you really want to impress people, you need to show them you're a winner. All I do is win, 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 no matter what. what. Got money on my mind, I can... Oh! Whoa! 20th Century Fox presents... Okay, Snoopy, let's do this. <laughs> Are you serious? Schroeder. Sally. Yeah. Linus. Hey, Charlie Brown. Ow. Peppermint Patty. Two, no, three. Big Ben. Lucy. You blockheads. Snoopy. And Charlie Brown. The new kid is coming. She's not that pretty. <laughs> From the imagination of Charles Schultz and the creators of Ice Age and Rio. Hey. Comes the incredible story. There's a guy who's going places. Of an underdog. I can't believe I'm about to talk to the new girl. <sighs> and his dog. Hello? <sighs> she said hello! The Peanuts movie. Big November 6. All right, that was a trailer for the Peanuts movie, our first new release review of the week. IMDb plotline, as we know, IMDb always 100% correct in everything they say and or do. Uh, Snoopy embarks upon his greatest mission as he and his team take to the skies to pursue their arch and arch nemesis while his best pal, good fucking lord, <laughs> while his best pal Charlie Brown begins his own epic quest. Back home. This is uh, directed by Steve Martino, starring a bunch of people you've never heard before because they're all children. Um, fact of the matter. Um, also, though, starring uh, Bill Melendez, who uh, has always voiced Snoopy in Woodstock and is dead. Is that right? Mm hmm. Huh. How'd they pull died, that off? Died I don't... In 2008. Just huh. the same recordings of the voice. I mean, it's not like Snoopy has like words. <laughs> he didn't have. There wasn't soliloquies by uh, right. Snoopy at any particular point. And I guess that's that's an interesting fact. I, I was uh, completely unaware. That's, yeah, but that's, every everybody else except for like uh, Trombone Shorty, yeah. right? But uh, Trombone yeah. Shorty's badass playing the parents. <laughs> yeah, but everybody else is a kid. Yeah, and somebody there's somebody fucking else on there. But whatever, who gives a shit? Anywho. There's like um, one more. I got to say this. Uh, was Kristen fucking Chenoweth. That's who it is. Oh, that's the one I saw that I was just like, I'm like, nobody, no. Christian Chit, what the fuck? <laughs> well, you know, the guy who played, the little kid that played uh, Charlie Brown was one of the kids in Bridge of Spies. Oh, is that right? 
I did look that up. Okay. Because I was curious as to what the heck has this Charlie Brown kid done? And that's it. That's what he's done. <laughs> it's like, I've done this, and that's it. Why? Because I'm six. <clears throat> yeah. Well, I mean, they're all like 12 or whatever. But yes. They all look like little midgets. You know why, kids? Because <laughs> they smoke coffee and drink cigarettes. Or the uh, vice versa. Flip that. Yeah. I'm like, what am I, Willy Wonka over here? <laughs> What's going on? It's a Saturday, man. It's weird. I don't, <laughs> that's what's the recording process. I'm just like, I don't know what the fuck's going on. So Steve Martino, this director, uh, has been with Blue Sky for a little while. He did um, Horton Here's a Who, Horton and Here's a Who, and some of those lovable scratch shorts. Well, he he did the whole. He did one of the full Ice Age movies too. He he did, but also those lovable scratch. Oh, shorts. of which we get one before this movie starts. So let's get into that one. Um, why? Why, Matt? Why, why Why? are we subjected to this? Because that's the thing that Blue Sky has going for him, I guess. I, I mean, mean, I, li- I like Horton Here's a Who. It's not great. And uh, I think everybody knows that. Well, I mean, the thing is, is like, I, okay, when you go to see a Pixar movie, you're going to uh-huh. get a short before that. And, like, if it's anything like the Pixar shorts have been uh, in the last time, uh, chances are Adam's going to start crying at it. Uh, because I'm just that kind of an emotional person. <laughs> well, and the ones before the film, before Pixar films, are typically not related to other properties. No, they are standalone there, there things. Been, I think one or two times when it's been Toy Story related. Right, but it's mostly like here's but, the one about the dog. Here's the one yeah. about the the birds on the line. Here's the thing about and all you know. the other all of the other shorts that are related come out on DVD. Yeah, they have a mind enough to just go like, hey, here's the place for here's these. Here's some extra content. Yeah. Which is also how Sony does that, right? Like all the Minion shorts come out on that shit. Uh, DreamWorks, right? Yep. Does all of their stuff that way. Uh, oh, you want some more Kung Fu Panda? Here's like three Kung Fu Panda shorts that we're going to tack on to your DVD purchase. Which, by the way, I'm looking very forward to Kung Fu Panda 3. <laughs> oh, yeah, it looks great. Uh, Those movies like are fantastic. I, I love them a lot. Let's uh, let's get down to it. Uh, what did you think of the Peanuts movie? Well, here's the thing. Like, I would not like. I, I don't consider. I don't hate the Peanuts by any stretch of the imagination. But I would never call myself a fan. You know, I'll read the comics when they were uh-huh. in the papers. You know, in syndication and stuff back in the day. Uh, you know, like every other kid in the world, I've watched. You know, the 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 little specials from the you know Christmas and the Great Pumpkin and all that kind of jazz. So I've seen it. Uh, right. It's been something a part of my life, and I like it well enough, but I wouldn't go so far as to call myself a fan of it. Um, so I overall, I wasn't really looking forward to this movie, I'll be quite frank. I was just like, oh, great, a Peanuts movie, and it's in kind of this funky 3D thing that's, you know, kind of 3D animation. That was exactly the same way. I uh, I always read the strips, but uh, it was never my favorite. I like them just fine. Yeah, so you're I can, go, oh, I can understand same. why people are, are interested and obsessed with them. Um but I was always like a Calvin and Hobbes far side guy. Right? Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, that was my, that was my stuff that I went for. Yeah, I was time. always like I was always like uh, far side. Uh, you know, kind of I guess further on getting into it, I always enjoyed uh, Foxtrot a lot. Uh huh. I, I was a fan of that. Um, hell, I read fucking Blondie. <laughs> yeah, I I like Blondie. Uh, but yeah, uh, so I wasn't looking forward to this movie by any stretch of the imagination. Uh, but I gotta say, I was thoroughly, thoroughly surprised by this movie, and I liked it a lot, actually. I did too. 
It's it's uh, exactly what a Peanuts movie should be, which the trailer does not give you the confidence. That's in. the biggest thing is with this trailer is as you heard here, there's a couple of like music cues and stuff that's just like, oh fuck me, or th- is this gonna be like Peanuts for a new generation? No, thank you. I don't want to fucking see that shit. And outside of maybe one, two, perhaps needle drops, it pretty much just stays to kind of scorish sort of things. Mm-hmm. There's that kind of like what uh, what's clearly if the romantics had the rights to their music they could s- sue the fuck out of these people for that what I like about you song because it's just <laughs> like hey they they put a 2000s you know jagoff version of that onto our 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 good you know uh, rock song here um, but that's that that's the only one and even the, it's not egregiously terrible it's not great but it, it, it's not fucking um, pitbull or some shit no. Uh, yeah, but, and, no, it's and most of the music is straight out of the TV specials too. Most of it. Yeah, and okay, so let, let's let's talk like, a, like li- a couple. There are a couple of song cues, but beyond that, the score is basically the, the like there. It, there's some original stuff, but it sounds like and they're even like cues straight out of right, right. The TV specials. I mean, that's the thing. It looks like it sounds like. I mean, it it's it's what it's what you want it to be. It's enough of a throwback to be like those old things to not make you know people that I think would be like hardcore about that kind of stuff to go fuck you. This isn't the thing that I like. But it's got a new enough shine on it to where you know if you bring a four year old to it, they're not going to be like, what is this fucking bullshit I'm watching here? And I know that's how most four year olds I know talk about. My niece, that's her, that's her <laughs> mouth all the time. Well, I don't know, man. Like I, I think. Uh... Uh, I think four and five year olds are actually down with the. They're peanuts. probably maybe a little bit more amenable, but you know, you know what I mean, though. So where, where people are, it's it's got enough of a newness on it. And and here's the thing: I thought this animation would be um, would be terrible, and would be yeah, very distracting. <laughs> and no, it is. It's like it's it's got enough of the new, but with enough of the old in there to where you get the flavor of everything that you saw previously. But it's 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 it, it this is this is the part that is for a new era kind of thing, yeah. and it doesn't distract. And I, and I like how also they kind of definitely pay homage to the other stuff when they have like thought balloons and different things like that, where it's mm-hmm. all the you know Charles Schultz just two D pencil stuff going on. Which yeah. I think is a nice way to go and, hey, look, we know what came before. We're very much honoring that in what we're doing here. But obviously we're you know upgrading this for uh, the times with which we live. So this is going to sound like an odd comparison, uh, especially since I'm about to talk favorably about the movie I'm going to compare this to. <laughs> um, one of the things that I thought this movie did very well was um, kind of update that style while remaining extremely faithful to the tone and um, also the kind of segmented nature of those specials, mm-hmm. the TV specials, right? Um, in a very similar way that, uh, and here you go, um, I was very pleased with how the Fairly Brothers Three Stooges movie played like three Three Stooges shorts. Right. Right? Like, uh, I know that's not a thing many people would ever think about <laughs> because uh, most people have just forgotten that movie. But, or didn't uh, watch it in the first place, which I think is, but is it's, a slight misstep because if you like Stooges shit, I think you'll like that. Yeah, I mean, its biggest strength as, as well as its biggest weakness, I think, is that it, it is exactly like watching Three Stooges. Precisely. Uh, like in the in the 40s. Um but, uh, you know, that that's for me and whatever. But this this does something very similar where, right, it, it it's kind of got uh, these story chapters um, that follow along with what Snoopy's doing uh, that he's writing out, right, as he always is, typing up his pursuits of love uh, and combat with the Red Baron. 
and um, Charlie Brown pursuing the little redhead girl in between all of that. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think it does it very well. Yeah, the only thing that I would say, like, I'll be honest, it's an hour and a half long. I felt it was maybe still a little too long, though. Well, yeah, but, uh, you know, I I mean, 90 minutes is, well, that's because I think we're accustomed to these um, specials, right? The TV specials are all right around, like, 50 minutes. Yeah, but at the same if, time, if, it's like, too, I, I mean, like, uh, nothing, nothing for nothing, but I think if you... I think it, they've mined everything they could with what with what they were presenting to us here, and I think that was the thing. And and I would say most of the stuff that could get exercised is the Snoopy Red Baron kind of stuff. It's like I do get it, and I like you know, I mean, I enjoy it for what it is. Well, yeah, but, but those, God, you don't uh, need it that much. So we saw this in a like pretty packed theater. Mm-hmm. <coughs> Pardon me. Um, those sequences were like the ones everybody really loved. They were the ones I was kind of bored with. I mean, I, I liked them well enough, but I was, in comparison, I guess I, 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 I'm more related to the more human drama kind of going on. Well, yeah, I just think, like, Snoopy's the character that people really love, right? Uh, I mean, Charlie Brown's nice. Uh, Here's the thing, man. Like, I, I am fucking Charlie Brown. Like, I just, like, that is, like, that's I mean, the, that's, that's what I've heard. But he likes him, right? Fucking it's, relate uh, to that sad sack piece of shit that's just so, like, I'm going to do the best I can. That's his appeal, right? Fucked. Is that he's the, he's the everyman who does his best and still fa- fails. Uh, and it's because Charles Schultz was, like, an incredibly depressed human being um, who hated a lot of things. And uh, Sounds like me and that guy get along a lot. So that, there, there you go. Um, interestingly enough right so like uh lucy is uh is his wife right mm-hmm. uh, that, that's who he based lucy on um and there's definitely like you can tell when their marriage is uh going through trouble because in those strips lucy gets so much meaner <laughs> she becomes such a huge raging bitch man um and then charlie says watch your mouth whore and he's like whoa <laughs> Well, it's never that, but it's always <laughs> like when when she is at her most disdainful for Charlie Brown. Like those are the times they're having marital problems. <laughs> That's funny. Um, ju- you know, just if you ever go back and reread some of the old strips. Um, uh, anyway, I look. This movie's good. It might be a little bit long. I, I agree with you there. I don't know what I would trim out. It just it. I mean, it is practically. For all intents and purposes, it is three Peanuts TV specials made into a feature-length narrative where, like, the connective thread is just Charlie Brown getting the little redhead girl's attention, which Mm -hmm. was the connective thread through most things in Peanuts. Um, So, yeah, I don't know what they would do after this movie. I assume they're going to have a sequel. I'm sure this one will do well enough to warrant one. And based on these, on the, on our kind of early numbers and everything, it looks like it's uh, it was doing pretty darn well, especially this time of year. Yeah, I mean, it's looking like a $46 million weekend, which is uh, pretty good. Um, it's not great numbers, but... Uh, what did everybody make last week, 20? You know, like, yeah. But I mean, you know, that's pretty damn good. Blue Sky, though, has definitely greenlit movies... Uh, for sequels that have not done that well <laughs> for less like the last two um I say, yeah 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 i yeah. say one did well enough but i don't think those second two really did it enough to probably well, i think the second one did but there are four of them now they're four fucking hey yeah wow 
I'm fairly sure because one, like the last one was called like Continental Drift or some shit like that. Uh, and but before that, it was Ice Age, um, and then Ice Age Two, and then Ice Age Dawn of the Dinosaurs, then Ice Age Continental Drift, and then in 2016, oh look, Ice Age Five. <laughs> These movies are going to last longer than the literal Ice Age did. Yeah. I hope I, I hope know. no one ever thaws them out. Boom. How's those um, for jokes, people? So so we I write think, our we are write our own material. So I think if you guys <laughs> out there listening have kids, uh this movie's pretty solid. Um all the kids were like they enjoyed it. Nobody was mm-hmm. whining or like distracted the whole time I was in there or anything. Um I, I think you'll be fine if this is the thing you want to take your kids to see. And if you're a fan of the Peanuts uh, more so than I am, you'll probably really like it. Yeah. Um, but I'm going to say it's a great, it's a really great uh, movie. But unless you're a hardcore fan or have kids that you're definitely going to take to see something at the theater, uh, hang on for a rental. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, definitely, definitely worth seeing. I, I echo those uh, sentiments exactly. Uh, but, but did enjoy it. And I'll say this so we can kind of, and we'll transition into the next review. Uh-huh. Um, the kids, uh, at the, at the peanuts movie better behaved than adults. And then, and here's the thing. And, and as I was, I was telling my lady friend this today and I was just like, Hey, you know, you can take kids to this. It's really easy. And I was just like, you know what I find? I find more often or not then kids are more, are, are better behaved than adults in movie theaters. Oh, and, and anytime, anytime there's ever been an issue including uh, this weekend, at a kid's movie, it is always a parent. It is never a kid. So let me, then then I'll transfer, I'll, I'll tra- as, and I'll, I'll, I'll caveat that a little bit here with saying this. Um, when you take them to a children's movie, because when you take them to a movie like Spect- uh, Spectre here, all they do is fucking scream because that ain't for fucking them. Oh yeah, of course. Because right? I had that today. And so, um, yeah. But that's also that's also just shitty parents. No, no, that's no. I'm not saying I'm not right? blaming the kid like, for that. The, the the kid gets no blame for that kid, at all. Right? Like if I go into a kid's movie, those kids are paying attention to the fucking movie, yeah. and it's the parents who are dicks. Yeah, these kids. This kid is just Spectre like bored. Whatever. Yeah, if I go to see Spectre or whatever, the kids aren't like that's not the fucking movie they want to see. No, it's not targeted them in any fucking way. They're not going to understand what the fuck they're watching. Um, why would you take your fucking kid to that? Boom, shitty parents again. Mm-hmm. I think I think just people with kids in general they shouldn't go to movies <laughs> at all, unless yeah I mean yeah just just let the kids go in just just drop your kids off let them go in there they'd probably behave themselves well enough they probably all think they're being watched so it's just like hey we're gonna be in there we're gonna be watching everything that you do so behave then they probably all behaved and then there you go then you're off to the races I would much rather somebody like send their kid in to see. Uh, you know, peanuts and then themselves go and watch something else. Except that, uh, you know, usually in the, then you have the. No, you kind of blanked out a little bit. Uh Oh, we may have a child would probably take their fucking phone out or do whatever the fuck just because they're like, well, I can do whatever I want right now. Yeah. Yeah. And there's the whole, I, it's still, we, and we live in a fucked up world now where you can't do that because God fucking knows what's on the other side of that fucking, you know, door. Oh yeah, yeah. just fucking weirdos and shit. But you know, back in the day, you could do it. Mm-hmm. Anyways, uh, so let's uh, yeah, so that's two recommendations here for uh, the Peanuts movie. <laughs> After all that last bit, you know, whatever. Peanuts. 
So uh, let's let's uh, let's transition here to the more adult fair of the of, of the weekend. Uh, here is the trailer for Spectre. This organization. Do you know what it's called? Its name is Spectre. Look around you, James. Everything you believed in, a ruin. Why did you come? I came here to kill you. And I thought you came here to die. Well, it's all a matter of perspective. That was a trailer for Spectre, our last new release review of this week. IMDb plotline: A cryptic message from Bond's past sends him on a on on a trail to uncover sinister organization while M battles political forces uh, to keep the Secret Service alive. Bond peels back the layers of deceit to reveal the terrible truth behind Spectre. This is uh, d- uh, directed by Sam Mendes, of course, starring Daniel Craig, Christoph Waltz, uh, Leah Sadu. Sure, maybe. I don't know. Ray Fiennes. Sidu. Sidu. Sure. Yeah, she's Ray Fiennes, Monica Bellucci. Uh... She was in Blue is the Warmest Color. That's where everybody will know her from. Oh, that movie. She I was only, in that movie. I only saw parts of that movie if you catch oh, my drift. I'm just kidding. The movie's good. I haven't really, I haven't really she's seen. Been it, in a so lot. She's know. in like Grand Budapest. And she's been in a whole lot of stuff. She's in Gambit coming up, so you'll talk about her on the other podcast when that ha- shit. And speaking happens. of superheroes, Dave Bautista's in this too. So. Um, <laughs> So let's let's talk about. Uh, so this is supposedly the last uh, the last Daniel Craig uh, Bond outing. Of course, he's reneged a little bit uh, recently. I think that's because Sony has been like, "Hey, motherfucker, you need to be out here supporting this shit and fucking pimping it instead of just going, I'm going to fucking go away.' Fuck you. That doesn't help sell tickets, dick. Um, though I think it might. Um, <clears throat> yeah. So, I mean- I don't know if it'll be his last or not. The way that it ends it certainly is a, makes is it a good good send off. Yeah, it's it's, it's also, enough of an ending for him for sure. But also, there are definite loose ends, which um, it feels like this. So the the Craig films have kind of been an anomaly, uh, Bond wise, in that they so all Bond films have loosely followed a chronological order, right? Like yeah, to a degree, yeah. Yeah, well, to a certain degree, right? Um, and like, for like, we were—I was talking with a buddy about it. Um, you know, the prevailing theory is that oh, 007 is just a title that many people can occupy, right? But you know, what's wrong with that is that if you go and watch like the Roger Moore films, he specifically references things that happened in Connery films. Mm-hmm. And so I don't think that that works, not in a very direct way. Um, so my my understanding or like my own theory of all of this is that the Bond universe, the franchise kind of operates like a comic book. Uh, that's precisely where I was in going. That, in that there are creative teams that come in and do stories, right? Mm-hmm. Um, 
what's been interesting about Craig's run with Casino Royale, Quantum of Solace, Skyfall, and Spectre is that it's pretty much all chronological, like one thing after the other. Yes, right? they, these these are these are these movies all connect directly to one another. Yeah, and, and in fact, like I think some of the blowback for uh, Quantum of Solace, which I actually think is a very good Bond film, um, I think some of that blowback was people not being accustomed to that in the Bond franchise. I could see that. And, and kind of thinking about it, like one, it was shorter than Casino Royale, right? Um, but uh, one thing that I heard bandied about about, uh, about that film a lot is that it's kind of like a coda or an extra chapter to Casino Royale. But I think once you see Skyfall, you figure out like, oh, it's not that it's a coda. It's like they're all connecting to tell this one multi-film story, really. Right, and and With and it's funny because like together. during during a break of uh, with, with HMP last week, uh, I was talking with Sean about what we we're kind of reviewing and stuff, and we were talking about we were talking about Quantum of Solace, and it was just kind of like it's like, but you reminded me, it's like that also was during the writer's strike. So that's yeah. probably why it wasn't as fleshed out as it probably could should have been. Right. So I mean, you know, there were definite definite constraints on what they could what they could yeah, do I at mean, that particular it, time. They they had they had a finished script, right, when they went into production and then like likely what happened is they couldn't do extensive rewrites on it. Right. They're like, "Well, wait a minute. We see a little problem here and here and here. Well, you can't really do one or nothing to it." And and I and I will like give the caveat that like uh, as much as I really like Matthew Amalric, uh, who played Dominic Green, the bad guy in that movie, mm-hmm. uh, he's not, he's not the strongest of the four films villains. No, I mean you got like and, and we see and we see like glimpses of them all in this too. You got you know with the uh-huh. Mads Mikkelsen and all that kind of jazz and and Javier Bardem, right? Uh, um, I mean, who who were who are like good enough for what they do? Okay, so let's let, let's kind of get into this because like okay. Casino Royale, I absolutely loved. Uh-huh. Like, I, I went into it with a lot of hesitation because, like, I wasn't I wasn't sold on uh, Craig as Bond. I just wasn't. Right. And like most people. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, it's just it, it's that new thing. It's that new Bond smell. You're just not the only, actually the only one that I really had like zero complaints with right off the bat was Pierce Brosnan because Pierce Brosnan started off like fucking gangbusters. Well, yeah, and then uh, very quickly, and then just kind of uh, trickled down down the down the hill as best he could. But I don't. Well, it- I don't know even about that. The one, so uh, what is the the one that everybody hates that has uh, die another day? Well, I, not the worst one. The, <laughs> the other one. Tomorrow never dies. Well, that's the one that I hate. The, I hate Tomorrow Never Dies. So that's the second film of uh, right. in, uh, Brosnan's thing, right? And then the other one's World Is Not Enough. World Is Not Enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, I think World Is Not Enough is underrated, and I really hate Tomorrow Never Dies. <laughs> And it's because Tomorrow Never Dies, despite having like Michelle Yeoh. I was about to say Michelle Yeoh, man, come on. Despite having her, uh, and and in spite of um, uh, what's her name, Terry Hatcher, right? Yeah. Uh, that movie is incredibly fucking boring. <laughs> All the action scenes time. are fucking god awful, uh, and especially following Goldeneye, right, which had really terrific set pieces for Bond. Yeah. Um. Jesus Christ is Tomorrow Never Dies a letdown. So even though, like, yeah, some of the acting and the script is bad in uh, The World Is Not Enough, it has the best Bond song of that era by Garbage. Fucking amazing. And uh, you mean the you action didn't enjoy stuff, this new this new Madonna song a couple a couple episodes back? <laughs> I think it's terrible. Oh, uh, Madonna's Casino Royale song. Word? 
No, it was Die Another Day. It was Die Another Yeah, everything was awful. That's the one. That's the one. Yeah, I couldn't. I I will will offer no caveats for that movie. It is fucking garbage. There's not a a Bond girl that's worth a shit. The action's cartoonish. Uh, The villain uh, looks cool, but blows. Um, And I think, like, at that point, like, Brosnan had kind of become a parody, right? Like, I think even They're he knew it was just like, yeah. This but is I, but it feels like Eon Productions at that point in the franchise was basically not understanding that what they were doing was a serious or or a sort of straight Austin Powers. Yeah, no. And, and not, so the Craig films incorrect. are like a, are like a a complete kind of reversal from that, and that's what some people who are hardcore Bond fans don't like about them is that they're so serious. Um, but it is a response. I know that, uh, like Daniel Craig has said, as well as other people, that it is a response to the Austin Powers films. No, and I can understand. Like I understand that, but at the same time, too, uh, for me, and then, and we'll, I guess we'll kind of transition into this a little bit. Um, that that's kind of been my biggest thing with these, and it's gone, and it's it's gotten more and more serious every single um, each new Craig Bond, except for this one. Really. Yeah, ah. this one, this one I felt like was the first time that it felt like a classic Bond movie, and it, it's not. It's still very serious, but I felt like there were just there were just enough uh, like crazy sex uh, puns, right? Just visually, in that like, really, you're gonna have sex right now? Uh, I mean, this is the first yeah. one scene where he like really just has sex with whoever for whatever the fuck reason. Um, because he wants to have sex with him, yeah. Which was a hallmark of the Connery era, and, and the Moore era. Uh, which, um, which still brings about one of the greatest Connery lines I've ever heard in my entire life. When, when talking about how he would, uh, you know, have these scenes with ladies, and he was just like, I would go up to him and I'd say, "Look, uh, just first of all, I want to apologize if I get an erection. Mm-hmm. Also, I want to apologize if I don't." I'm yeah. like, that's such a baller move. Oh, I love it. <laughs> it's such a Sean Connery thing to be like, yeah, uh, you know, it is. <laughs> so that's um, great. But how would they have known? I've seen Zardoz. <laughs> um. More Zardoz rest. Like, that's an HMP and a film find uh, Zardoz references uh, within a scant week of each other. Um, where else are you going to find that? Because, because Zardoz is fucking amazing. The answer's nowhere, folks. Um, the answer's nowhere. <laughs> Uh, anyway, so I, I felt like Spectre was kind of restoring a little bit of that balance. Um, but, well, let, let's, what, what do you say, have to say to that? I, I'm going to say you don't think so. I, I look, here's the thing. Like I, I, like I said, I like Casino Royale. Quantum of Solace was a letdown. Um, Skyfall, uh, I, I, I stopped watching halfway through the first time because I just kind of got bored and I was, I don't think I was at a right headspace at the time. I said this last uh-huh. week. Uh, so I went out and I literally bought the Blu-ray. It's like 10 bucks at Best Buy. So I'm like, ah, fuck it. I'll pick it up. And plus it'll give me like an incentive. Hey, you paid money for this. Now fucking watch it. Right. Um, so I watched it and I don't know where all the love was for that movie. I just didn't get it. I'm like, I, I watched the whole thing now and I'm just like... I mean, it's not a horrible movie by any stretch of the imagination, but it's it's kind of boring, and it's there's nothing. I don't feel anything. Uh, the action, uh, Sam Mendes, uh, and and it carries through this movie. Sam Mendes, you're not a good action director. You're just not. 
You just are not a good action director. Mm-mm. And and this one was also, it's just boring. I'm just fucking bored. There's like maybe five or six set pieces out of this movie that I dig. I, I like, I at least dig when the action That's is. That's over half. Well, even so, it's like <laughs> I dig when the action is happening. It's not the it's not the best shot in the world for the most part outside of the beginning scene, which we'll talk about in a second. But it's not the best shot in the world. But at least something is going on. Sam Mendes is trying to become a fucking silent movie director in the worst possible way. <laughs> it is I really just like Sam Mendes. Oh, he I, is just like. I feel like he's gotten better. I feel like he's <laughs> jacking off in front of us, and it's. I don't want to watch it. Maybe that's somebody's bag, but it ain't mine. Now, I mean, like, I I get it. I know what you're doing. It's all this visual storytelling. Fuck you. Just do something with it. I'm just, I'm so fucking bored with watching people watch each other and walk around shit. (laughs) Fucking stop it. Give me something to fucking care about. Daniel Craig does nothing but look constipated in these movies. I am just bored to fucking tears. <laughs> Bond should be exciting. Bond should be that motherfucker that you look at and you're just, he's dressed fantastic. You're like, man, I wish I could, you know, pull off an outfit fucking like that guy. And, you know, you're supposed to go like, this is a suave, cool, badass motherfucker that all the men want to be like and all the ladies want to be with. And I'm like, I don't want to be 10 minutes outside of this motherfucker purview because I think he's going to bore me to fucking tears. Fuck shoot me in the face. He's going to bore me until I die. I just, I don't <laughs> fucking get it. So you hated it. I, I, I don't know. I won't. That's the, that's what makes me more metal than anything is. I don't know that I didn't have like, I, it, there's not enough for me to hate it, but God damn it. I didn't like it. Well, I, I really enjoyed the hell. Oh, out of it. I don't understand. <laughs> I just like I wanted to I, so I like badly this one more than I like this one more than Skyfall actually, um, because it had some more of that older Bond element to it. Well, and here's the thing: um, when when uh, when Christoph Waltz is on screen, what he's doing with his character, I love. There's something that's going on here. I'm like, could we have not waited to the two hour mark to bring that motherfucker into this proper? Jesus Christ, you took forever. And then by the time, guess, guess what? That nah, movie's over. Fuck you. No, fuck you, man. Put You got an Oscar-winning actor in this fucking role. Exploit the fucking shit out of that. Yeah, so let's talk about this role. Ugh. Can I jump back two seconds before we do that and just say okay, how sure. Javier Bardem was completely wasted in Skyfall? They do I nothing like him with him. I like him as an actor. I don't know that they did any. I don't know that they did well, that man any service. Like Skyfall. I did. I, he was good. <laughs> anyway, what did he do? What did he any, do? <laughs> any fucking way. Uh, CGI let's, thing uh, let's talk about Waltz in this thing. All right, Oberhauser. Sure. Fr- Franz Oberhauser. God bless you. One of, one of the biggest uh, kind of speculations uh, in this movie, and probably the, west, uh, the worst kept secret yeah. in the world, <laughs> is that, of course, uh, he is not playing someone named Oberhauser. He's playing somebody who was named Oberhauser, who is now named... Spoiler alert! Ernst Blofeld. Stavro Blofeld, yeah. right? Uh, who, of course, is Bond's nemesis. Right. That's perfectly fine. Was, was in many of the novels, mm-hmm. right? Of, of course, with the title of the film, there was no way he wasn't going to be. <laughs> right? I mean, it's, it's the name of the organi- organization and all that shit. 
right? Like, why why was there even a like fucking smoke and mirrors about it? Hey man, it's another uh, it is, it's another it con the, situation. Well, except here, like, I feel like it was even more obvious, <laughs> right? Like, like, it's in the fucking title of the film. If he's the big bad guy, who the fuck is he? Oberhauser's not the head of Spectre. Look, you know? I, I like that. I think, I think and they it, just figure on. Hey, most people aren't paying attention to these movies, anyways. So fuck off. <laughs> they I mean, just I keep guess, on rolling. Except that Skyfall made like a boatload of fucking cash, and this movie was like highly anticipated. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what they were thinking. I, I, I don't mind the twist. I just, I don't know why the fucking smoke and mirrors. No, nah, I doesn't need to be there. And I was just doesn't like, need to be there. When that was revealed, I was just like, okay, yeah. Well, I think we all like, we all put that together. Like how many months before this thing started shooting? Yeah. Although I did like, uh, you know, like one of the things that I think made them get away with it in all of the print and advertising is that, uh, he doesn't have a scar. Yeah. Like, like Blofeld does. Um, but then of course we see how he gets it and it's, I liked that too. No, I don't know. Is, I really, I really like this fucking movie, I, man. I'm a, I liked ideas of it. I mean, I like, I feel like there's a movie and I feel that there's a good movie. And that's, I guess that's my biggest thing is I feel like there's a good movie inside of there waiting to get out. Sam Mendes doesn't know how to do it. And the writers are fucking incompetent and just cannot deliver something. Well, that I will is, say that the script is, is the weakest part of this thing. Hmm? I think. That doesn't mean that I, I right like that I don't like some of the lines. Uh, I think the dialogue's just fine. I think the plot is a little weak, and that is of course a script problem. Um, but I still really liked it, man. I don't know. I was just in the mood for a Bond movie, and this delivered exactly kind of what I was wanting, and I enjoyed it. Well, I mean, for me, it just kind of delivered the same thing Mendez has been doing, which is just ho-hum, kind of like, well, but, you did this well enough. But they did waste someone in this film. Do you know who it is? It's not even Christoph Waltz. Um, uh, oh, Bellucci? Yeah. Yeah, she's she's fantastic for what little tiny bit she's in this movie. I'm just yeah. like, can we have more of her, please? I love her. Yeah. Well, I don't know why, like, in an older Bond film, that character would have come back. Some In some form. It, it, well, entangled in, like you know, the, the plot, right. Right. As a member of Spectre or just somebody else who was fucking James over. Right. Cause that's what, that's what the first bond girl he sleeps with always fucking does. Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> is comes back to bite him in the ass. Right. Oops. Oh, I trusted you and I shouldn't have, uh, it happened how many times? Oh, the- sorry there, dear. I just oh, happened to slip been- my dick right in your pussy. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, anyway, I'm sure that's um, a direct translation from some at some point as a transcript right out of the fucking book. It's probably why he hasn't been in anything since League of Legends. Well, they don't ask me to do things anymore because I keep slipping dicks in. Um, I I do want to say I I enjoyed Naomi Harris as uh, Money Penny again, and yeah, I yeah. enjoyed Ben Whishaw as Q again. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am iffy on Ray Fines as M. Well, again, I, like I don't th- just fine, but. He's no fucking Judy Dench. Well, yeah, but at the same time, too, I don't think, like, I, I of all the characters, uh, I think his is, like, the most woefully kind of underwritten, and it's just, like, he's there, he's there to be the person who's not Judy Dench at this time, and it's not, like, they're not, they're not letting him be his own guy. It yeah, feel well, like. because, because everybody doesn't trust him. He's new. Yeah, but, right? man, but still, I don't know. 
I mean, Judy Dench had been there since Brosnan, for fuck's sake. <laughs> yeah, I mean that was, and then and she did she did a fine enough job for everything that she did. Uh, but yeah, yeah, she just had to show up in like three cartoons to get, uh, you know, <laughs> a couple decades of solid work out of. Hi it. everybody, here we go. All right, well I'll see you later. Yeah. I'm oh, good. oh, we're doing another one of these with Pierce. All right, fine. Which one? All right, let's do that one over there. Maybe oh, we'll... there's going to be a fucking horrible CGI car race on a glacier. Sounds good. Let's do it. How much? Ah, oh, very well. <laughs> you know I got an Oscar nomination for 13 seconds. You remember that, right? <laughs> anybody Anybody remember? Celebrated British actress over here! <laughs> I, I don't know. I just wasn't blown away. First of all, and I, I, I didn't have the article pulled up, but whoever just did the, like, James Bell's, like, Spectre starts out with the most amazing tracking shot, and it's all in one shot. I'm like, like, and like, bullshit. I can point to you every fucking edit that happens in that. I'm sorry. Also, who cares? I, know, I th- didn't even get the impression that that's what anyone was going for in that scene. Yeah, but that's this website said it. And I just, I'm just like, okay, well, I'm like, look, it's my job. I've done, I've done, I've done it for a decade. I can spot, I'm just like, I'm like, well, there's where that transition is. There's where that one is. There's when that one is. Chances are this is a CG thing that pulls over to that bit. Yep, okay, that's over there. I can point out all that shit. So, you know, mm-hmm. just, just don't wave your dick in front of my face and when it's that small. Sorry. Yeah. Well, <sighs> so... It was uh, tiring. In well, a I, letter, I, I it's two and it. a half fucking hours. Jesus fucking Christ. What does it say? What does it say that is worth saying for two and a half fucking hours? You could easily exercise 45 <laughs> minutes out of this and it'd be good. Well, the, easily. The, the word is excise. Whatever. I'm already furious. I can't fucking think of correct <laughs> words right now. My mind is in a state of shock to where I am like, I've never known that I could be like angry at a Bond movie for what I feel like is wasting my fucking time. And that's what it does. Like, I, I think you could take out literally, you know, 30 to 45 minutes of this, and this might be a, a pretty damn good movie. But well, there do, is so much walking and that... looking. This is the goddamn Lord of the fucking Rings of Bond movies, because <laughs> all they're doing is lo- walking and looking at shit. Well, at least it's not uh, Moonraker. Fucking hell. Well, I'll give you that much. <laughs> um, but I do I do think, like, the increased length of both Skyfall and, uh, right, like, Casino Royale, right, very successful, mm-hmm. 144 minutes. Yeah, they got in, they told the story they need to tell, and they get the fuck out. Well, except that, like, that's as almost, it's four minutes less but doesn't, than this movie. Like, but it doesn't feel like it, though, does but, it? Like, even, like, the elongated no, but, poker but it, scene well, is, me, is, and is as intense as anything point. in this movie. In any case, I think that the, res- the response, the return to that length is, uh, like, Quantum of Solace was 106 minutes. And people felt like it, like it didn't tell a story, like enough of one. Um, and so I feel like it's, it's partly just a response to that shit. Okay, well, fine, let's run it for two and a half hours. Oops. So anyway, I fucking like this movie. I'm gonna give it a recommendation if you're into Bond. If you like Daniel Craig's run on this, if you liked Skyfall, which most people did, that's true. Uh, I'm not yeah, go not and just... see Spectre. It's a, it's a good time. Uh, Adam. Uh, hated it and also didn't like Skyfall. Yeah. Um, so I think that should give you an indication of where you might fall on this. He's a sick piece of shit and he shouldn't be trusted. I well, think- I'm not even saying that. I'm saying if you hated Skyfall then uh, or didn't care for it, maybe uh, just wait until this is not in the theater and watch it then. 
But I'm going to say go and watch it. I liked it. I, look, I mean, I, I'm not going to take away. I'm going to say, like, if you're a Bond fan and these and like and Skyfall did it for you, this probably will too. Absolutely. Um, I mean, if you're if you're a fan of what uh, Craig and Mendez are doing, fucking jump on board, man. Uh, but if it hasn't been your bag, you just keep out because it's more of the same. That's pretty much it. Yeah, I'll agree with that. So uh, yeah, that's it. Uh, I, I didn't even take a look. What are we reviewing next week? I didn't even before we even started the damn show. What are show. we reviewing? There's, I don't even uh, remember. There's a fair amount of stuff coming out. It's Hold the on, week after that's actually big. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. Um, let's see if IMDb will fucking work. on Love that. the Coopers. My parents are really looking forward oh, to that Jesus movie. Fucking Christ! Look, I'm going to see anything with Olivia Wilde. I'll tell you that I, much. Even if it's I, this garbage. <laughs> I, we were watching that trailer uh, before whatever movie we saw last week, like Rock the Casbah or some shit. And uh, I asked Marsha if she wanted to see it. And she goes, only to see what that little girl actually says. Oh, no, because you know that is fucking... It's not your jerk. No. No. Which is cute. Which is cute for a trailer. But you know it's something else that's like way more, <laughs> you know, what's this? This has got to be, this is PG-13, yeah? It's got to be, right? Love the Coopers? Yeah, yeah, I'm looking. PG-13, yeah. Okay. So you um, know it's so like, it's, so it's got it's, the word uh, shit the in it or something. The 33. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe. And then uh, actually the one that I'm really looking forward to uh, next weekend, and I'm hoping that it opens here, I don't know yet, is By the Sea. The new Angelina Jolie film. Oh, uh, yeah. And Brad as a couple that... Uh, <laughs> fucking beat each other and shit. Fucking awful <laughs> like, marriage problems. Like, like Mr. and Mrs. Smith, <laughs> but worse. But for reals. <laughs> For real, and not a comedy or and, an action film. And not like a fun Doug Lyman film that you all enjoy. It's no. more of a, oh, sweet baby Jesus, we're getting into some dark fucking territory here, aren't we? Yes. So, you know, we'll talk about so, those uh, things, and maybe some like, more. That next week is really when it fucking jumps off. Before Thanksgiving, and that is just so much shit. Every, both, all, all like three, four, five next weeks. Shit uh, is starting to get real. Yeah. Real son. Realness. So come back next week, 33 and uh, that other Cooper thing. Um, and hopefully by the sea, which might be good as opposed to the other two that I don't think will be. And hopefully some of those other things that came out this week will probably come out, uh, be rolling out here uh, in the wider releases come uh, fairly soon or so. We'll talk about those too. Matt, until then, where can we find more of your work on the internet this week, Sars? Uh, I'd love it if you guys would follow me on Twitter at Matt underscore Boyd underscore Smith. I am still uh, doing stuff on there, even though I'm heavy in prep for these uh, exams coming up. Doing so. it and doing it and doing it. Straight up. Oh, and of course, my other podcast, uh, Hero Movie Podcast, HeroMoviePodcast.com. Uh, there we uh, are reviewing uh, The Flash this week, uh, the first like five episodes or something like that. And uh, but digging the Flash. So if you want to get kind of a, a rejoinder on that, we talked about Supergirl last week, the Flash this week, and I mean, so we're getting to a lot of kind of newish uh, sort of stuff going on here, and uh, it's uh, it's digging. Then we got uh, we got Jessica Jones coming up, and I think we're actually going to make that a two week thing, just so we don't have to fucking murder ourselves like we did last time with uh, Daredevil, where we just watch. Yeah, all but you know you're gonna. But you know you're going to watch it anyway. Oh, I probably will. I'll probably knock it all out in one. But they, these guys got, you know, more important jobs than I do. So I can uh, I can throw my life away that way. So mm. that is it, everybody. Until next week, we talk about all this new stuff and more. Thanks for joining us. For Matt Smith, I'm Adam Portress. Take it easy, everybody.
another show down. Uh, another yeah. week of some stuff. Of stuff doing and things happening. I, you know, I'm telling you, I just, I, I wanted to like Bond. I really, really did. I was just like, this is going to be bring, bring me back. Uh, I'm going to just kind of jump in all full force. We got Christoph Waltz, and then they just don't utilize him enough for me, man. I just wish they would have used him more. It would have, it would have made things a little bit more interesting. Well, fair, fair enough. There's <sighs> another one of those. Adam needs to get in there with the scissors and just kind of take out all the chuffa. And get in there and get with the good stuff, and then make it like, oh look, here's what a good movie looks like. Uh, but uh, I don't know. So yeah, I, w- I would have liked because I like my thought was I was like, oh man, I'm gonna watch that fucking elevator show that you talked about because I want to I want to see that. That's on Hulu, you said, right? Wait, which which show? The fucking Hellator elevator. Elevator. Oh. It is on, available on Hulu. Right, I, I haven't watch. watched the latest episode yet. I gotta watch it. But uh, sounds fun. No, it's fun, man. The Saskas are, uh, I don't, I love those, uh, those ladies, man. They make some good fun shit. This is the creepiest gif of Prince I've ever seen in my entire life. He's standing by a clown in his requisite Prince outfit and like it slows in, like he like notices the cameras there, it slowly zooms in on him and he just kind of like winks at the camera all creepy. It's kind of weird, but, but in a, but in a subductive uh, Prince kind of way. That's what he does. Um... Yeah, I'm not. Uh, I'm not uh, too keen on this week, but next week, what's the what's the one after uh, this week that when it starts to kick into high gear? It's uh, like Mockingjay and all that shit. Oh yeah, all that, all that. Night before, um, which I think looks pretty funny. Which one's that one again? That's the Seth Rogen. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. That looks like a lot of fun. Anthony Mackie and uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Spe- speaking of, I wonder what they're doing. I wonder what song they're actually playing on the big piano there. Uh, I don't know. We'll find out. I maybe it's the one that is in the can't trailer. be. That's boring. I guess thinking the trailer's boring. I I want to. I'm going to play like I like it raw or something. <laughs> uh, that, that'd be funny. Uh, I don't know. Anyways, but uh, yeah. So quick show. We did it. Did two yeah. show, t- two two whole reviews in a, in an hour episode. Who knew that we could? Uh, I had enough things to say about that fucking movie though. I don't hate it. Like I said, I don't hate it. I just, I was, I was just wildly disappointed. That's all. Uh, I hope we, I hope we, I hope, I hope Mendez drops out. I mean, Craig, Craig back or not, I don't care. This would be a good send off for him if this is it. Um, so I kind of wouldn't mind seeing somebody else in there. Um, mm-hmm. But, if, but if he's back, I don't care either. I just, I just hope this is the end for Mendez. I mean, I just, I'm done. Yeah. Go, go direct me another uh, fucking. Uh, American wanna, Beauty or something. You want a sequel to Away We Go? I do. Which I don't know what that is. Away We Go. Which one's that? With Maya Rudolph and John Krasinski. I remember seeing the trailer. I don't think I ever oh, saw. Oh, dude, it. that that movie's good. Okay. I like that movie a lot. I feel it's like it's worth your time. I feel like a. It's sad and funny. Yeah, I think I just see it's all the trailer, a whole bunch where it almost makes me think I saw it. But so so. Uh, yeah. Um, so Comcast, uh, definitely, um, going to be increasing their, uh, usage of data caps. Oh, fuck. Mm hmm. So more people are going to get capped on 300 gigs of data per month. And if they go over, it's $10 per 50 gigs. Well, honestly, it's for most people, though, that's not even a, a relevant thing. 
Well, I don't know. I, like, I have a. If you're streaming, right? Yeah, but streaming, like, honestly, streaming doesn't take. Still doesn't take up quite that much. No, it, it no, 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 dude. Uh, if you are using a streaming service, one weekend of actually sitting there and just watching like Jessica Jones plus one or two flicks will be most of your data for the month. Look, I'm not saying it's right. <laughs> I'm not giving it. I'm not saying no, it's all, it's all stupid because it means nothing. That's the biggest thing is we're charging for fucking fairy dust. Yeah. Well, uh, Comcast is doing a great job of making sure everyone switches to Google fiber when that shit comes around. <laughs> yeah. People are just like, packet inspection, I don't give a fuck. Do I have a data cap? No. Yeah. Inspect away, motherfucker. No, oh, I don't give a fuck. I already use Google for all this other shit, and I'm on Twitter. Like, you have all the fucking data on me. Fuck you. Let's go. <laughs> give me give me that shit for 55 plus tax or whatever the fuck it's going to be, and let's roll, man. I'm ready. <sighs> I'll say this. Tom Warner's doing okay. I mean, they're not terrible. I mean... I'm getting like I'm paying like seventy five bucks a month on average. I'm getting about one fifteen, one twenty five down. Yeah. So I'm like, look, oh, I'm, uh, I'm perfectly aware I pay for the highest level they got. So <laughs> I mean, I, I could go cheaper if I wanted to, but I don't because I do podcasts where I talk with people over Skype, so that it needs to be yeah, as good also, as it can be. Just, but also just streaming, right? Like streaming at that lower level. I did it for a while. It also it sucks. Oh, yeah. It fucking blows. When I was over at my parents' house, I was just like, hey, let's do this. I'm just like, sweet Lord, what are we doing here? Why Why is this? Yeah. Well, you need to go make no, dinner before we start this Netflix movie? Is this what we're saying? Yeah, no fucking way. Ridiculous. So, I don't know. Um, speaking of, uh, so like earlier we were talking about how crazy Ben Carson is. There's uh-huh. a great meme that I just saw uh, online of Ben Carson standing <laughs> all presidentially uh-huh. in front of uh, the Easter Island statues. <laughs> and the text says, this sculpture depicts Jesus and his disciples at the Last Supper. It was carved by John the Baptist, who was my mentor at West Point. <laughs> <laughs> I, li- I, like the, I like the one of him standing in front of the food pyramid with the grains at the bottom, <laughs> and he's just going, check and mate. <laughs> I was like, that's so good. I haven't seen that, but I'm finding it. That is so good. Just stated there. It's like it's circled there at the bottom of the pyramid. He just goes, check and mate. Oh my god, that's so good. Oh, <laughs> uh, we are we are about to hit a fun clusterfuck of just an entire year of just fucking garbage that the likes of which no it's, one has seen. It's gonna be fun and depressing. Oh, all at the uh, same time. Mm-hmm. I, I can't wait to see what these fucking chuckleheads do. I mean, it is. Uh, it, 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 I just like here's my here's my want from the Republicans. If I can just get like uh, like no fu- like don't give me the serious guys. I don't want to fucking hear about Ted Cruz or Marco Rubio. Give me all the other motherfuckers. Yeah, they're not gonna be fun. Those guys are. They're gonna be fucking like they're like fucking Paul Ryan. It's just not gonna happen. Yeah. Right. Uh, and that shit's depressing. Just give me, give me fucking Ben Carson. He's fun. Trump's it's fun, like, man. Uh, like Trump's what's his a, name? Trump's a fucking, blast. Uh, fucking what's his name? Uh, the the pizza guy from right? Like Howard. Dean Howard Kane. Kane. Herman Kane. Herman Kane. Right. I knew it was Kane. Some something. 
Like, at least that guy knew he was trolling and just went with it. Like, fucking Pokemon lyrics and shit. And <laughs> his, his, that was great. His fucking tax plan was 999, which is right out of fucking, uh, I think, also Pokemon, right? <laughs> yeah. Let's roll with that type of shit. It's, Can we get that motherfucker, like, in charge of some shit for real? Let's do it. That was fun. Um, and here's the thing. Like, I like. <laughs> I know everybody doesn't think it, but I like I I I just I got feelings about people. Mm-hmm. I think I think he could be pushed to the. I want to see I want to see Bernie Sanders and Donald Trump in a thing because I think both of them. Are, well, I mean Trump easily we all kind of already know is already like damn near there as it is. But I would put I'd put soup to nuts that fucking uh, if provoked enough, I think Bernie could drop a racial slur like a motherfucker. I just feel it. I. I mean, I guess, except like he, he of all the people has like a much better record <laughs> on racial issues than. Yeah, any. but I think he could. I just, I feel, I feel something. I feel an old man racist deep down in there somewhere. I just, I know it's just, I, mean, I, don't, it's I don't know, man. hiding and he, waiting to come he's out. Old school, not racist. <laughs> it's man. not like he's a recent convert. Well, here's the um, thing. All all old people, and here's the thing. I th- and, and I've always had this thought that Democrats hide their racism better so, than anybody else out there. So at least the Republicans well, are up front with some, theirs. <laughs> some definitely do, right? Some definitely fucking do, and it's because uh, free market, right? Fucking free market. Um. Anyway, uh, I do want to point everybody before we go. Uh, if we're still uh, on. Yeah, yeah. I don't even know if we're still fucking recording. Yeah. yeah. Uh, one of the best things you can do is get on uh, get on Twitter. And look up hashtags. Uh, one is Carson on CNN, and then the other is um, is uh, Ben Carson Wikipedia. They are <laughs> fucking great. the The Carson on CNN thing is like a collection of memes um, about his CNN video, right? So uh-huh. like, and just other quotes, right? Um, my, one of my favorites is a picture of, uh, Steve Martin. And then it says the pyramids were actually created by Steve Martin when he was King Tut. <laughs> Great. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, man, we need more of the, we look, we're all, we're, I, I don't care who we're getting in there. The country's going to hell in a handbasket no matter what. Let's just hire the funniest motherfucker that's just going to stay and do the stupidest shit. We're already going to do it all anyways. Because, I mean, have you seen who we've elected for all the other offices in this country? We're all fucked anyways. Let's at least let's at least laugh about it while we're going while the Titanic's going down. <laughs> Why not? I will. I will also say this meme uh, that stuck out to me earlier, and I just remembered it, uh, and I fucking forget like where I saw it. But there's one also of pictures of Obama and Michelle, right, and then Carson and his wife uh, side by side, mm-hmm. and <laughs> one says, "Hi, I'm President Barack Obama, and I have Direct TV. Hi, I'm <laughs> Presidential Candidate Ben Carson, and I have cable." I saw that one. <laughs> Don't be like me. <laughs> oh my god, shit's uh, fucking American politics, bro. So I bet Michelle's got his balls in such a vice. Hilarious fucking travesty of <laughs> epic proportions. It's, it's all a great theater for sure. Uh, all right, well, uh, we'll see you guys next week with some more shit that you won't care about seeing. Goddamn right, we will. And uh, y'all have a good one. Hopefully, I'll come back uh, an actual PhD uh, candidate. What? Get out of here. See, we'll find out, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Don't fuck it up.